0: What did we learn from the Raiders' absolutely wild overtime win on Monday Night Football? We'll break it down and give you the top waiver wire targets on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFMT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier to break down Monday's game and give you a sneak peek at the waiver wire for Week 2. Dan, we will start with one takeaway from the Baltimore Ravens. I assume it's going to be about the backfield.
1: Yes, it is going to be about the backfield. We had what looked at first like a maybe work. uh, I'm sorry, a big time workload coming for Tyson Williams in the first half, but it kind of even out in the second half with Williams having 35 snaps to Murray's 21 snaps and even Trenton Cannon getting in there. But what I did like about Williams in his debut, Tyson Williams, that is, is four targets, three receptions for 29 yards, and they were using him in the passing game. Seemed like easy targets there.
0: Yeah, that's actually, I believe, the most targets that any running back has had in a Lamar Jackson start, if you don't include Ty Montgomery, who was kind of a hybrid wide receiver running back. So uh, that was surprising. One thing I noticed, you know, Latavius Murray was in the game. It seemed more late when they were trying to run the clock out. So, you know, I do wonder if that was an indication of where they're going. Uh, How much of your fab would you put out out for uh, Latavius Murray?
1: So that's a great question. I did like that. He got a red zone series cashed in there. I'm probably being more conservative here. Probably 15% of my fab on Latavius Murray.
0: I said eight to 10% on CBS Sports HQ. Maybe I'm being a little too
1: bullish. Yeah.
0: Uh, One takeaway from uh, Las Vegas in this game. what did you see from them?
1: Darren Waller, the birthday boy, man. I mean, 19 targets, 10 receptions, 105 yards, and a TD, 81 snaps, which is insane there. I mean, he. The, this is the only tight end in the NFL where the offense 100% runs through him. He is the first yes. read on so many different plays. And so I think he'll continue to be that 1B to Travis Kelsey this year.
0: Yeah, he was the only tight end to top 100 yards in week one. Uh, we'll finish second in fantasy scoring. 26 PPR points. I think you're pretty happy about that. And he left points on the field because him and Derek Carr couldn't get on the same page early. He had a couple of drops. Uh, So yeah, he's got ridiculous upside. All right, let's talk about uh, Jamie Eisenberg's top waiver wire targets for week two. You can read the full piece on CBS sports.com on Tuesday morning and listen to the full fantasy football today podcast to get more. But how much of your fab would you be dropping on the number one target? Elijah Mitchell of the San Francisco 49ers.
1: (laughs) This is the big debate. It's been raging on Twitter. I'm going to be, I wonder if I'm going to be conservative versus you on this one, Chris, because I feel conservative on this. I'm only willing to go, depending on how desperate I am, up to 30%. I'd rather only go about 20% of my budget. I just don't trust that backfield ever with Kyle Shanahan. And I still think there's a little bit of a potential timeshare coming, even though he had a big first week.
0: Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement about running backs on waiver wire. You're going to have like Mark Ingram is going to get added in a lot of places. I think this is actually kind of a somewhat low upside uh, waiver wire crop at running back. Elijah Mitchell is the best, but you know, if you want him, you're probably going to have to go to 40%. I don't think Dan, you're going to get him in any leagues with 30%. I think people are going to be really excited about him, but I generally agree with you. They don't throw the ball to their running backs all that often. And It wouldn't surprise me, one, if Trey Sermon's active in week two, and two, if Trey Sermon was just the lead back by week four. You know, everyone's going to look good in this offense, so it's really just a question of, you know, who gets hot at the right time. Uh, Number two on the waiver wire priority list for Jamie Eisenberg, Naheem Hines, who got the big extension this uh, uh, weekend right after there were reports that they want to use him more. They did exactly that, nine carries, uh, eight targets to lead the team in week one. How much of your fab would you drop on him specifically in a PPR league?
1: Yeah, I really like Hines in a PPR league. They talked all offseason about working more into the offense. I think he's an underrated talent. And what we saw from week one is Wentz is not afraid to target his running backs. It wasn't just Hines; It was Taylor. That might have been by design. It might just be who Carson Wentz is right now in the state of that wide receiver core without T.Y. Hilton. But I think it's going to continue that way for a little while. All right. And then
0: number three to close it out. Mike Williams, maybe, maybe Michael Thomas West, if you remember the uh the the talk from the offseason. Mike Williams, 66% rostered. How much of your fab would you willingly drop? Would would you be willing to <laughs> drop on him?
1: I'm going to go a little, I think, at least compared to what I'm guessing, you'll go a little bit more conservative. I'm only going 15%. I have my concerns about his injury history. I have my concerns about the fact that I do kind of feel like Austin Eckler getting zero targets was an outlier and he'll be a much bigger cog in that passing game moving forward. If you look at even just last year with Justin Herbert, Eckler's target share was a lot higher. So that's my concern there. The injuries and Eckler getting more involved in the passing game.
0: That's all fair. And, you know, I probably won't drop too much on him on fab because he's pretty much on the bench of all my teams already. So I'm right. pretty happy about there having Mike Williams, but yeah, I think I would probably be willing to go to, you know, 15 to 20%. I think he could have a really good season, but the injury concerns are obviously what they are. That's going to do it for fantasy football today in five. I'm Chris towers. That's Dan Schneier. Thanks for listening. For more, listen to the full fantasy football today podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And- Go ahead and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll see you next time.